show for real this time. Welcome to Clear the Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. That was a pre-recorded episode from last week, or really two weeks ago playing. But now the show is live, I promise. Or maybe not. Maybe this is all an AI recording and our comms have been compromised. Like in Mission Impossible 7. Out now! In theaters! Our comms have been compromised. No! It's here. We're doing the show live. I know it's hard to believe. We've been in and out this summer. Lots of weddings. Lots of all kinds of stuff going on. But we're here now, and we're having a great time. And who is with me to prove it that I'm here? <laughs> to prove it that we're, that we're uh, 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 real. It's Tim Keck. He's back! Hey, Colby! Look at us back at it again. I'm excited to be here. The Oppenheimer to your Barbie. This isn't a David and Goliath story. It's two Goliaths, baby. (laughs) Let's do it. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you're here as well, Tim. I'm having fun. There is no one I would rather ring in Barbenheimer weekend with. (laughs) Of course Than you, buddy. Yes, yes. I saw it. I did it. I did the thing. The most exciting. Just like Angela Bassett. (laughs) I did the thing. You and Angela Bassett did the thing. Tim Keck did the thing. Angela Bassett and Tim Keck did the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Did it, we did. I mean, me and Bass hit up uh, Barbenheimer in the morning, got a wonderful dinner break, and then then saw Barbie at night. Telling you the greatest cinematic event in years, Colby, maybe our lifetimes. I mean, I love hearing that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I really want to. I, I missed. I was just telling you before we got on. I missed my chance to do this to to really lock into this experience. Now, do you feel like you got something out of seeing the two on the same day? You think that was special? <laughs> I don't know. It seemed this was people were excited about this. People yeah. were definitely excited about this. There were a lot of uh, reports of of people buying both tickets. For the same day. I think that was like 20% of people who bought tickets in advance bought both wow. for the same day. So this was like a big event. There were so many people dressed up for Barbie. When we went to Oppenheimer, you know, we rolled into the theater. And they were definitely unprepared for the volume of people in pink trying to get into this theater. And it was very fun. Say, it was an energy, my dude. I have to say, I feel like I have seen the Barbie girlies out in the city this weekend in a way that I have not been prepared for. Like, I feel like people are going to talk about this in years to come. Like, oh yeah, when Barbie came out, everybody, the city was just awash in pink tops and tennis skirts. Remember when Taylor Swift played MetLife? Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm riding the L into the city and I've seen more boots than I've ever seen in my life. Everybody was wearing the shirt. Yes. You know? (laughs) The shirt, the Daisy Dukes, ready to roll. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) It was like Taylor Swift must be in town. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, uh, was this is the year of people dressing up to see blondes perform in some way? <laughs> it's either Taylor Swift at MetLife, uh, uh, Margot Robbie in in Barbie. What's next? Freaking January Jones in uh, she gonna reprise her role in X Men this year? <laughs> oh, like, what's please. going on here? Oh, I first, wish the first blonde I thought of was January Jones. <laughs> 
I was trying <laughs> I was trying to think of a blonde from Oppenheimer, but I'm like, no, they were all scientists. Yeah, so they're yeah, all yeah. Burnett's. Oppenheimer's type is yeah. not blonde. I feel like they're all Burnett's. They're scientists. <laughs> they're scientists. That's so funny. I feel like if you one of the a blonde scientists I truly before you go on, I'm sorry, this just reminds me of my favorite uh over I mean I may have even talked about it on the show before. Yeah. But years ago I was on the train and uh I had my headphones in and this was back when this is long enough ago that I had an actual iPod. Uh okay. Mm. The iPod dies. I take my headphones out, and I overhear this woman and her friend trying very seriously to determine whether either of them had ever been friends with a blonde girl. <laughs> and it was a really just my favorite overheard subway conversation ever. And it was truly like it was getting the details of just like, well, Jennifer's blonde. It's just like, but she's not a natural blonde. Those are like highlights. <laughs> like, like <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I feel like everyone growing up in uh, in Florida, you know, before it was like super racist to to do that. Uh, <laughs> I, there were there were blondes everywhere. I mean, you couldn't find a brunette. It was sure. just blonde was the thing. And I feel like the Northeast is a little less, you know, doesn't need doesn't feel the pressure to be blonde. You know, they own winter coats. There's a, a class to them. The pressure to be blonde. Yeah. I think there is like a little bit of a, a blonde pressure, you know. Yeah. In the Florida youth. I get, yeah, yeah, where it's a little more a little more sunny, a little more, yeah. you know, the, the, the beachy thing is kind of like the it's, the, it's the move. But I also can't imagine watching Oppenheimer and seeing a scientist say like, okay, I figured out the H-bomb or whatever. And he's like, bright blonde. <laughs> and everyone just in the room is like yeah. taking him in like. Okay, does anybody want to double-check Kirk's work? <laughs> Can we get somebody else to put eyes on this? I don't know if we're going to take the word of... It would have been too unrealistic <laughs> to see a blonde scientist. <laughs> we don't talk about that enough, you know? We don't talk about blonde people in STEM nearly enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's tough. It's well, tough out there. STEM has a lot, as an industry, you know, has a lot of problems. <laughs> One of which is... The main one. The exclusion of blondes. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag blondes and STEM. Anyway, you liked both movies? I enjoyed them both. It was fun. We saw Oppenheimer on the big, the 70 millimeter. Did you do IMAX or was it just... uh... We couldn't get IMAX. IMAX is sold. They're doing like a four-week run. It's done. You can't even go. It'll be out of IMAX by the time you can get a ticket for it. Yeah. So we saw it in 70 millimeter, which was fun. It's got that like uh, ASMR little tick, tick, tick going. You know, we were in the back right by the projector and the whole, anytime it got, it was like loud and noisy. And then we got quiet and you just hear the. That's cool. And I could, I need that. I need that white noise machine. That's just the film, the projector rolling and then running out of tape at some point. And then you hear somebody changing the reel. You could hear that. Yeah, it was great. That's Anytime great. It was quiet. There were kids in front of us. I don't know. I just say kids for, you know, recent college grads. Sure, and sure. they were looking behind us like, what the f- is that noise? What is that? They're like, is somebody making noise back there? And it's like, no, you stupid children. <laughs> My friend told me about this before we got here, so I'm not confused at all, you morons. Not cinephiles. <laughs> not cinephiles. They don't get film, This Colby. is the digital generation they don't understand anything that's not YouTube or Ugh. Vimeo. This is the worst thing about Gen Z is how much they're obsessed with Vimeo. Oh, they're always Vimeo. <laughs> oh, I'll Vimeo this to you. It's like, okay, whatever. 
just give put it in my hand today. That's they're all what like, I they're all say. like, you know what? Can I be honest? What my dream job is to be a Vimeoer. Oh my God, whose isn't that? Oh, honestly, Vimeo influencer. The cushy life of the Vimeo, <laughs> Vimeo star. The Vimeo staff picks <laughs> section. Oh, uh, <laughs> and the whole time you're like, are they popular? <laughs> I can't see the. I can't see it's how many people are watching. To tell. <laughs> no way to know. No view count. No nothing. Yeah, but you know, it, it protects my feelings, and I think that's, that's important. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. All, all my stuff's on video. <laughs> I've noticed. I think it's a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared to compete in the arena that is YouTube. Are you uh, a film snob? I know you love. You love films. I would say I you do. like films. I, I like them, but I well. Oh, do you oh, care ahead. what they are presented to you on? Are you I worried about the really, presentation? I don't really because well, I'll say a couple things. I do. I, I res- just one, if you I, could. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick one because I, I have like, other things to say. I like. I do. I go in for the seventy millimeter thing because I like when it's on like a big screen. It feels like a fun like thing. Like uh, the first time I ever did this was when the Hateful Eight was coming out and it was like oh it's like the 70 millimeter road show and it's like it's in the big screen and they had an intermission and it felt like this kind of like it felt like a like a like an event you know to kind of like go to um in terms of just seeking out like i i i remember a couple years ago i went to film forum to see serpico i had never seen serpico before and they were playing it really great movie the print looked like ass it looked like absolute shit and (laughs) You know, I think you you could you could make the argument, you know, and I'll just agree with whoever's around and whether they care about this. But like in my bones, I'm like, well, I do kind of wish it looked better. You know, <laughs> like, if you're gonna like strike a film print, like I hope it's like within the last like couple years. You know what I mean? Because by the same token, you know, Quentin Tarantino's movie theater in in L.A., the New Beverly, does like only they're the only film. It's like always on film. And uh, the, the last time I was there, I saw Jaws, and it looked amazing. But they said beforehand they were like. This was this film was like or this this print was like struck from the original negatives like in 2018 or something. It was like uh, it was like it, it was a very recent thing. So of course it looked great. So it can look really good. Uh, but in terms of just like oh just rolling up to the movies, uh, I I'll just go if I want if it's at like a convenient time for me. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not holding out necessarily for. It's also it's like Detective Pikachu was shot on film. You know what I mean? It's like I don't need to see a, <laughs> see a film print of Detective Pikachu. My God! Oh, well, maybe I should. Well, they actually those were real life Pokemon they were filming. So imagine just the setup with all of that. You know what's so funny that you asked this, Tim? Because recently, and this is a good thing to talk about on the show. I think it is. Recently, I went to this place called the Mahoning Drive-In. Okay. Mm. This is a drive-in movie theater in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, kind of near where my, my, my dad lives. And uh, we had this, like, nice little Fourth of July weekend. We go out. And beforehand, you can, like, go into the projectionist booth and, like, talk to the projectionist. Uh, and it was, like, cool to just kind of, like, like poke around. Was he cool? No. Oh, that <laughs> so, sucks. So here's what I was going to say. It was, like, and I think, like, you know, it, it's kind of, like, if you're going to be, like, the projectionist, it is a very difficult, like, technical thing to understand, yeah. like. I respect his skill. But a big part of his that job is diplomacy <laughs> yes. and, and customer service. So if you're going to be a projectionist and you don't want to talk to people, so, then know, get out of the business, I say. He wanted to talk to people. That's kind of the problem. Oh. <laughs> he wanted to talk for a little too long. <laughs> but anyway, we were chatting about this and that. And, and uh, I can't remember if he brought this up or if we asked him if he owns any. No, no, he brought it up. He owns a couple of films on, like, the, the reels. Like, the, the actual film print, he, he yeah. owns a couple. Uh, 
One of them was Titanic, and the other one was some, like, obscure horror movie I had never heard of. He just went for the heaviest ones he could find. Well, <laughs> he was like, Titanic is ten, like, canisters of film. And it's truly, like, people make fun of, like, oh, like, you buy, like, a vinyl and you can't, like, listen to it or whatever. But it's like, this guy just has a huge box in his house that's ten reels of film that's just one movie that he could never see. <laughs> the idea of him setting that up in his home is so, so funny to me. So funny. I mean, and I get it. Look, I, as, a, as a guy with a collector's impulse, like, I understand. I understand. But I also know that, like, maybe this is one of those things where it's like it's good that New York apartments are so small. Just because, like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a decision I could never entertain even but in pennsylvania they got too much room yeah that's when you start hoarding i guess (laughs) hoarding reels i guess so if you've got a garage you know but apparently at this at this drive-in a lot of the the prints that they screen are just like from this one guy's collection he he owns like 300 movies or something or maybe it was 3,000. do you think the projectionist like uses the titanic film to like pick up women <laughs> or guys or whoever and is like come yes. back to my place we'll watch titanic <laughs> and then he, then he wheels out this giant projector and he's like hey can you give me a hand as they like open a crate yeah. and like lift these out but i do I feel like it, it's reminiscent of like like i, I feel like I've, I've been invited to like uh movie nights at people's houses where it's like yeah come on over watch the movie it'll be great and then like most of the night is a guy is trying to set up the projector on the wall you know, and by the time yeah. the movie starts, you're like, I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, you think it's like, well, yeah, let's. We're gonna. It's important to me that we watch the first movie we've ever watched yeah. here together. <laughs> well, I don't want to do a dry run. I want to iron their, the kinks with friends. This is a company project. Yeah, I want to see the cracks in the wall when I'm watching. A movie. <laughs> <laughs> they bring out a paint can like right before they started. <laughs> got to patch up this wall. Yeah, I got a yellow wall we're going to project on. But if we all grab a brush, we can start this movie before midnight. What did you think of Barbie? Barbie was good, man. Yeah. I don't know. The, I, I thought Barbie was fine. Yeah. The hype around Barbie, I think, I think Barbie is crushing it with, you know, the people who are excited about Barbie. I mean, there were so many people in dressed up for Barbie and our theater was dying at every other word. That's fun. <laughs> and it was fun. It was very fun. It was it a very fun great. experience. Yeah. So yeah. So I feel like any gripe I have is is uh, is outshined by just how <laughs> much the uh, it's undeniable how much the audience loved it. I think yeah. so. And it looks great. The Barbie world they made is oh, yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me just for, I, mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I uh, it just, it reminded me of a little bit of the Speed Racer movie. Did you ever see that? No. Oh man, it's it, it's uh, they have like exteriors there are like very like colorful and stylish and uh, uh, great. It's the Wachowskis. I gotta watch Speed Racer. I feel like it's a sleeper. Yeah, it is. Like you're not the first person to recommend Speed Racer to me. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and it's a it's a good cast. John Goodman is is Pops Racer. Whoa. And uh, Christina Ricci's Trixie. It's great. Oh. Great. That sounds, I'm in. Really fun. Really fun. Yeah. Have you seen Mission Impossible? I have seen Mission Impossible. What'd you think? Yeah. I liked Mission Impossible. I love it, man. I thought it was cool. I, even though I, I think I don't, I don't understand. We talked about this on our, my podcast, Nerdy for 30, recently okay. when we covered Mission. And we're going to be doing a Barbenheimer episode this week. <laughs> so uh, tune in. Listen, you'll get all my burning hot takes. 
Mission Impossible, I don't understand the franchise. And my co-host Kevin made a great point that you are either a Mission Impossible fan or you are a Fast and Furious fan. Mm. And that is not a Venn diagram. They are two separate circles. (laughs) You have to make a choice. Because I've I've been actively re-watching all the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, I like this. And I just have... No, there's zero retention. I couldn't tell you what happens in any of them. I just watched Fallout right before I came here. I finished Fallout. Oh, nice. And they're like, uh, some character's like, hey, what happened to Ethan's wife? And then Ving Rhames explains what happened. And it was like I was hearing it for the first time. And I've seen all these movies multiple times. (laughs) And every time I'm like, what happened to his wife? Who are these people? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, I I will say... The first three Mission Impossible movies, I think, are all very distinct in my mind. Mm-hmm. They're all very different from each other, visually, tonally, etc. Four, five, six, and even seven to some degree, they do blur together for me in ways that I I, I totally understand what you're saying. I yeah. could not tell you what happens in Rogue Nation, although I remember really liking it. I remember it's really it. liking all these movies, but I couldn't tell you anything about them. I know that Fallout... The nuke goes off at the end. I remember that. And Rebecca Ferguson's there. All-star. Rebecca Ferguson's great. Did you see the new Mission Impossible? Yeah, I did. So they have... I don't know what it is. Because, like, on YouTube now, you don't even have to see the movie. They like The big stunt in that movie is him going off a ramp on a motorcycle. And that thing was already on... I'd already seen it eight yeah. times by yeah, the time yeah. I saw the movie. And the, I don't understand why they're doing that. You know? Yeah, I don't know either. Every trailer I saw, too, for Barbie, right before Barbie. Oh, because Oppenheimer, oh, the trailer situation at Oppenheimer was nuts, dude. And since it was on film, they only had a couple of, I guess, they don't. They had to play the, uh-huh. whatever, the trailers on the film, so they're just ahead on the canister, and they don't want to take up too much room. So Regal always starts their movie 20 minutes after the start time, because there's <laughs> so many things. And this time it was like, oh, we're going right away. Yeah. It was like... Th- four or five minutes right after and for the next 15 minutes people were coming into the theater like what is happening and i don't think it's their fault i think it's regal's fault i think it's the system's fault everyone's talking about how great it is that there were only three trailers and i agree that's how it should be (laughs) that's the right move but we've been conditioned to roll in 20 minutes late to this thing because there are so many trailers because there are so many because people don't want to watch 20 minutes of stuff and commercials you can watch the, see the same thing during a football game. The commercial situation is so bad. Yeah. Uh, where it's just like, it's like Subaru. <laughs> it's like they're selling me a Subaru right after telling me to go to the concession stand. You know, and it's all yeah. this stuff. And it's also a lot of these just like corporate, like, it's like, oh, AEG employees spent the weekend cleaning up a park in Connecticut. It's like, <laughs> no. why did you make them do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't they suffer enough were you like oh my god this park needs specialists (laughs) let's get the people who already work picking up trash physically in a theater every day we have to break in we they have to be there yeah terrible gosh terrible my favorite thing though i don't know if i think amc is the one doing this where they have they've done some like young filmmakers fund where they're you know, they have, like, people submit to it, and then they, like, give them money to make a short film. And they, they're playing this little teaser about it before the trailers start. And then they don't show you any of the movies. <laughs> it's all about, like, oh, like, we're telling these stories that, like, have not really been told. And, like, you're seeing the people, like, like on set and stuff like that. And then it just goes into another commercial. I'm like, I want to see this now. <laughs> you're telling me how important this is. 
<laughs> well, you don't want me to see it. You want me to go to a website? Fuck you. <laughs> Why I'm the internet? I'm here. Websites. I'm not going to a website. Is Nicole Kidman there telling you to get to your seat? Or <laughs> Magic no, Zone? I think you Is know she what? played before everyone? Yeah, she's still there. Because Regal has the, whatever, the lines where it's like, she's beauty oh, and she's great. Awesome. Son of a. Awesome. Oh. We did it, and the entire theater said the whole thing. It was very funny. Wait, really? Yeah. That's, that's really started. Fun. I mean, I hate Hey, you guys. I would so much rather see the Nicole Kidman thing than, than that. I know exactly what you're talking about, where it's just these movie lines. Yeah. This is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Mm. I knew it was you, Fredo. Yeah. As if you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> <It's> so horrible. <laughs> I've seen it so many times now that it's just there. It's a part of me. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, it just, it, it so, it cringes me to the core. It's <laughs> the worst. It's so bad. <sighs> Going to the movies, man. This is a movie town. We talk about it on the show all the time. New York City is a movie town. It is a movie town. 718-673-8201 is our number. That's 718-673-8201 if you'd like to call in. And I certainly suggest you do so. Please. Have you ever called into a uh, to a uh, different radio show, like a, anything? I wouldn't. I'm yeah. a one radio show man. <laughs> I would never do that to you. I, I don't think I I'd be able to look to. at my. I don't. Be, I wouldn't be able to look you in the eye afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colby, I can't believe in a moment of weakness, you hadn't had me on in a while, so I <laughs> went looking for love elsewhere. It's really funny. <laughs> I thought it would just be a fun thing that I could just do and forget about, but <laughs> it was just a one-time thing. It meant nothing. I was out of town. I was at a conference. Yes, it was fun and it felt good, but <laughs> <laughs> dude. Speaking of, recently watched this movie, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. You do you know this movie? No, but I don't like it. It's a movie from 1970. Okay, debut from Paul Mazursky is the director. You just said so many things that I'm not crazy about. <laughs> <laughs> and it is about these like two couples in LA uh, who uh, decide to have an orgy. Wow. Like the, the four of them. I'm back in. Um, do they do it? Do they go through with it? Do they? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you. But anyway. What do you mean you're not going to? I'm not going to watch this movie. You just referenced a movie from the 70s with eight people's names in it. And you're like, well, I don't want to ruin Elliot that. Elliot Gould. <laughs> Ever <laughs> heard Gould? of him? Ever heard of one Mr. Elliot Gould, my favorite um. Hey Arnold cast member? <laughs> Elliot Gould in Hey Arnold plays the rabbi that Harold the bully goes to. Did you watch Hey Arnold? Oh as a kid? yeah, yeah. And there is a there is a video or there is a clip from one of the episodes of him talking about how you shouldn't steal because Harold gets in trouble because he steals a ham from the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Elliot Gould. Going, talking about a friend he had growing up who, who stole a vest that he liked <laughs> from, like, a tailor shop. And he's going over and over again, he coveted that vest, Harold! He coveted that vest! <laughs> anyway. Uh, I mean, if you're going to steal something, I don't think a clothing item is the best thing, because yeah. instantly <laughs> you're going to put you it again. on and people will see you. Carrying this thing you stole, <laughs> you'll be waving your cross. I mean, if you stole a TV, at least that's going to stay in your house, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. Hey, where'd you get that vest? Uh oh. 
<laughs> looks like the one that was stolen from the tailor shop that everyone's talking about. It's also like, it's not a heist, right? It's not no. like people rolled into town to steal this vest. This is a guy who lives in the neighborhood, who stole a vest, and is going to be walking by that place all the time. <laughs> Imagine stealing a vest and then skipping town. Like, yes. I can't show my face around here anymore, but at least I got this vest I've been coveting yeah. uh, and a ham from the baker. <laughs> yeah, my the vest butcher. and my ham. <laughs> That's he a movie coveted I'd that see. vest, Harold. <laughs> Me, my vest, and my ham. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my God! Hey, Arnold, great stuff. Great now, Tim, stuff. you mentioned your podcast earlier. That sure. You co-host yeah. with uh, with Kevin Bauer. Yes. Our friend, our pal, mm, acquaintance, but we work well together. <laughs> this guy I know. <laughs> Nerdy for thirty. A working relationship. And you guys have been doing this thing recently, or you're about to do this thing, where uh, you're playing promos for. Yes. Other shows, you know, uh, uh, like this one, perhaps. Have, has anybody else sent you a teaser yet? Yeah, we. well, I think we've gotten some. Our buddy Breen started uh, an Everything But Everything Net but podcast. Net. Oh, shout it out. It's a, the uh, original idea of talking about sports, but not really. <laughs> and uh, it's great, actually. Trevor, uh, Ryan, Dan, they're all goofing off together, having a good time. So I think we're going to run an ad for them. Yeah, no, it's a funny show. And I guess you're also running an ad for them on your show, too. So that's pretty sweet. it's a funny show. It's a funny show. Uh, I want to have a rivalry with uh, with everything. (laughs) Me, too. Yeah, why not? With everything but net. We should be, you know, building camaraderie through animosity, I think, is the way to get (laughs) Or it's like like one of these these things where, like, the listeners think we hate each other, but actually we're cool behind the scenes. But it's like we will never acknowledge that but then you, know you go too I mean? far in the air and then it kind of gets personal yeah. <laughs> i want to start like uh start lobbing accusations their way just like oh yeah the the uh the everything but net hosts they're uh yeah grooming minors <laughs> oh my god not like that <laughs> not like that tim they didn't realize they could something uh, a, something a little more like 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 gossipy that you would like gossip about at oh, a party yeah like uh Trevor's, Trevor wears lifts. Yeah, yeah. He's actually not that tall. <laughs> Trevor's not actually that tall. Yeah. Have you seen him? Look down at his shoes. Something like that, yeah. Something his like... heels put Ron DeSantis to shame. <laughs> mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good. They sent, I think they sent us one. Nice. And I know we reached out to you and we're like, hey, Colby... We'd love to run a promo. I don't think we heard back from you at all. No, no. Well, I, I was uh, part of the reason why I wanted to have you here today at all is so that yeah. uh, I, we can kind of make a promo together, you know, here using the studio equipment that I, I don't have access to when I'm not oh. actively doing my show. That's a great idea. Um, so I don't know if you have any thoughts. Uh, I, I've pulled up some uh, a video that I have not watched yet called Background Music for Radio Ads and Commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this is probably going to be a good thing to, to, to start us off with to kind of like set a tone. I don't know if you have any Maybe we can just try one and you can give me some feedback and we can kind of shape this thing together for what would work well for your listeners and that sort of thing. Does that sound good? Yeah. I'm going to say right off the bat, just like relax, be yourself. There's no pressure. Just, you know, be you. You're great. Okay. You're you're the man. I can do that. Anything you make is going to be good and it's going to get people into your show. Awesome. Okay. So just just take it away, man. Run it it out. Let's try some of these. uh, Some of these. a weird star. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm going to back it up for just one second. Sure, back, back, back. All right, let's try. All right, I'm going to go for real this time. 
All right. Here okay, we go. for real, for real, just do it. Here we go. From the hip. Go for it. Hey, everybody. It's Colby Smith from Clear the Dance Floor on Radio Free Brooklyn. Do you like getting fucked up? Do you like talking about it with your friends afterwards? Do you like not letting your drug stories go? Then tune in to Clear the Dance Floor and maybe give us a call as well. That's at 718-673-8201. Okay. What do you think about that? It didn't... Was that... That's the genuine Colby. That's the real you. That's you at your rawest and most honest, Colby. I guess I was kind of just going for what the music was speaking to me. The, I was listening to the music. It did not speak that to me at all. Okay, all right. I mean, that... I'll say this as your friend. That sucked pretty bad. And yeah, I think it you're was right. mostly you. I, it, didn't, it, it didn't feel good for me either, I have to say. Yeah, it didn't feel good to listen to, to I be near. I think that was like... There's always a rough one, though. What do you First think about... First a rough one. It's like a pancake. You know when you make pancakes? You make one to like kind of mess up to get it out of the way feed it to the dog or something that that one's yeah. for the dog yeah. that one's for the dog okay. that's what it was that's so okay yeah but we're making a lot of pancakes so it's we're making a, a, a ton can, of pancakes can i speak to something very specific on this one uh, yeah i didn't like saying the f word mm. that right is away. something that we encourage on our show okay yeah i mean we talk about like kids movies and stuff like sonic or you know even barbie i guess children are gonna go see that yeah but we also want to remind them that this isn't a safe space for them so mm. you know this is an adult conversation there's an adult world so out there that they we we like to drop a fuck every once need in a to while. enter one day yeah but so, not yet they're not ready yet mm, yeah they're not ready yet you can i mean feel it out if you're not comfortable with it then maybe you don't do it. Honestly, it was the copious amount of drug references for me that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. That's, that was, that no, was the part right. that, that kind of lost that, me. That, that felt kind of phony to me as well. Yeah, it just didn't okay. feel so, sincere. So you think keep the music, but be a little more sincere. I didn't like any of it, but if, that, if that's something you want to try, then let's do it. Okay, I mean, we could, just, we could try something. Let's try some other music. Yeah, okay. go for it. All right. let's, let's do it. No, look, there's, listen, we're all brainstorming, making pancakes. No bad pancakes. Yeah. You know no, what yeah, I'm you're right. Okay, all right. Well, this is just full. kind of a, this is a new one. This is called commercial music slash advertising music, no copyright. Mm-hmm. So this is probably, probably fine, right? Yeah, I think all right. that sounds all right, good. All right, let's try this. Let's try this. enjoying this episode of nerdy for 30 podcast if you're having a great time here you might really enjoy my show clear the dance floor it's a talk show on radio free brooklyn with me colby smith we take calls we share stories maybe we even have a guest or two point is we have a real good fucking time so why don't you check us out on sundays from four to five where we're live or you can check us out as a podcast on fridays we go up Really, multiple days after the show. Really, we're trying to push everybody to the live thing. So really, don't even don't even bother with the podcast, although those numbers are kind of important to me. Tune in live from 4 to 5 on Sundays, and then download the show again five days later on Spotify, Apple, really just those two. That'll help us keep the show going. Anyway, let's get back to the, let's get back to Nerdy for 30. I mean, that one was, I loved how long it was, first off. That's my, that's, mm-hmm. that's the first thing that stood out to me is I'm like, this man, this is a man who's comfortable dragging things out. Yeah. 
I the music though it wasn't really my vibe. It sounded oh, like okay. you were about to list a bunch of negative side effects to a Viagra pill or something totally, like that. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Um, or like try and convert someone to Scientology, which mm-hmm. I don't know why those. I guess mm-hmm. those could be the exact same commercial, right? It's just like B-roll of generic couples like in a hot tub together and like laughing and looking out at a sunset. Yeah. Like could be could be a cult, could be Viagra. Yeah. Either way, kidney failure is a possibility. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, how did that feel for you? Did you like that one? It felt a little better. I, I feel like I, I was really good on getting kind of the details about how the show works yeah. out there, you know, yeah. um, kind of what the success metrics are, how people who are already fans can help. I feel like what we could maybe do is have some kind of a hook to bring in new people, which is ultimately what this is trying to do. Right, right. I forgot the whole purpose of an ad is to try and get people to listen to your show. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that way it failed, I think. I wouldn't focus on too many of the technicalities. Like, you're just trying to get listeners. Okay. Let's, let's go... I feel crazy saying this. Let's go, like, short and sweet with this. Okay, okay. Maybe, right, you cool. know, keep it tight, keep so, it right. not too much <clears throat> tech stuff. Get in, get out. Yeah, different right. vibe. Get in, right. get out. I found some new music. Let's not get too technical. We'll see if we like this. Hey everybody, this is Colby Smith, the host of Clear the Dance Floor, a talk show on Radio Free Brooklyn. You might hear the name Radio Free Brooklyn and think, oh, awesome, I'll turn that on in my car next time. You can't. You gotta be at a computer or you gotta have uh, the app, the right app. We're on like the TuneIn app, that's a really popular one for radio station so if you get the tune in app you can find us there or you can download our app the radio free brooklyn app which is free it's on the app store it's on the google play store and you just turn those on and if you hook that up if you have that playing start start that on your phone and then hook your phone up to either bluetooth or like if you have a usb thing like i do in my car then it can come out of your car uh that way but it is streaming over the internet so if you lose service in while you're driving like say you're like, say you're driving through, like, Vermont or something, and you, like, lose service. It's going to be interrupted. But I guess that's true for regular radio as well. Anyway, the point is, it's not on the terrestrial radio. It's just on the Internet. So anywhere you have Internet, you can find Radio Free Brooklyn, uh, and then you can find my show. Now, we have a bunch of different shows, lots of cool stuff to listen to. My particular show, Clear the Dance Floor, is on Sundays from 4 to 5, classic commuter time. We chat, we take calls, you know, like you could call in and be a part of the show. That number is 718-673-8201. But if, if you're hearing this and it's not live, like it's not Sunday from 4 to 5, that number kind of won't mean anything to you. So maybe like, maybe take, make a reminder in your calendar to listen live, call it up, be a part of it, and we'll have a great fucking time. See you guys there. That was a minute 53. Yeah, I guess this is just what we're doing today, huh? <laughs> That's great. Cool. Awesome. I, I, I just want to acknowledge that I got caught up. You said no tech stuff, and I got caught up in what internet radio is. Yeah, you really, you really took it a complete opposite direction and started explaining the infrastructure of your show. Here, here let me, you know, when we, we made a trailer for our podcast, right? Oh, yeah. You know, if you go okay. to Apple, you do a little trade thing. Okay. And the first take we did... Kevin introduces the pod, throws to me. I'm like, you know, we'd love to have you listening. We talk about movies, uh, nerdy stuff. You're going to enjoy it. I hope, you, hope you'll appreciate us. 
And then Kevin jumps back in and goes, now here's the downside, and starts to explain <laughs> why, why people shouldn't listen to our podcast. And uh, we didn't keep that take. <laughs> I asked him to do it again. Took a while, but eventually he said something positive about himself and the show. And that's what we ended up using in the trailer. I feel like you kind of had that same... You brought that same sort of bummerness oh, okay. to this. Where it's, okay. you know, Radio Free Brooklyn. Don't talk about the things you're not. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk about, about, about the you things are. you are. Okay, okay. Which I'll admit, the, the name, very confusing for people. Radio mm. Free... I guess what they're saying is... We are free of radios. Right. There are, we are radio free the right. way, the way right. Sprite's caffeine free. Right. It's not here. Don't expect it. Yes. Caffeine free Sprite, radio free Brooklyn. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Caffeine free, radio free. Okay. It's not, radio is a weight around your neck dragging you down and you are not held to take, it. Take it off. Put take your burdens down. Put your burdens down and just relax. Clear the dance floor, man. Okay. Okay, yeah. To it, yeah. Yeah. That was great. All right. I also love that you're still slipping in this F-bomb. How does that feel for you? You know, I don't love... I I, I don't... I do want to stop. Yeah. But I can't. I, I feel like you shouldn't. I think this is... I think that's the nice little... That, like, lets him know, hey, like, wakes him up at the end. Yeah. Because you were lulling him to sleep. Yeah, you're right. There was too much... There, there was just there too many details yeah. in that one. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm ready to go again. Okay. Is there anything I should do for this? I found some new music. Yeah. New music would be good, too. Okay. Was that new music that time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it sounded very, very similar to the previous one. Well, this one's called Uplifting Lifestyle Pop Background Music for Videos. Okay. From Ilara Sound. Oh, that sounds perfect. I trust her. Okay. All right. Ilara Sound. I'm seeing her in concert next week. Say what we are. Yeah. Say what we are, what we do. What we do. And then a call to action. And then... Check us out. Check us out, All man. Right, I'm ready. Gosh. This is going to be great. This is the one. Do you like laughing? Do you like stories? Do you like calling into the radio show and talking to the host? Well, have I got the show for you. It's Clear the Dance Floor on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. We have guests on from comedians to writers to really just kind of those two. Not a lot of music people. Uh, I tried to have some on this week, and they bailed. But that's okay. The show's going to be on forever. You can check us out on Radio Free Brooklyn Live Sundays from 4 to 5 or as a podcast on Spotify on Fridays. Not just on Spotify, really wherever you want to get it. The show's a really, a really, really fucking awesome show. Bye. And then the rest of the ad is just like, like bumping this track. <laughs> then the rest of the ad. <laughs> yeah, the ad continues for another two minutes. Okay. Okay, I was gonna say that was your best one, and then we really hit a, hit a real hard turn. When you pulled the e brake, and Tokyo drifted hard. When out of the lane. I mean, it was definitely the part where you also just kept playing the music, like keep bumping the music. <laughs> okay. That was that part was was weird and unnecessary. Okay, I kind of like the fact that you admitted that a band bailed on you this week, and that's the only reason I'm here. It's not the only reason, Tim. Anybody could have been here. <laughs> that feels good too. <laughs> <laughs> I could have texted anyone. 
but you didn't. And I texted you. Because <laughs> I knew. Knew I had nothing going on on <laughs> today. <laughs> I knew Tim's available. This is a rest day. He saw Barbenheimer last yesterday. <laughs> He's going to be out of commission for at least 24 hours. Gonna be in recovery all day. I was gonna say. I was gonna say because I knew who could deliver <laughs> with short notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice too. Yeah, I'm like the Grubhub of Radio Free Brooklyn. You well, know? it's you know I have to say you know we we've been doing the show together you know for quite a while. Yeah, quite a while, and we know a lot of comedians. We know a lot of people who talk for a li- not for a living exactly. <laughs> no, very few that talk for but a, a living. But a lot of them who choose to talk uh, on stage at length uh, yeah. uh, in their free time, presumably because it's something they need to do, right? Mm. I would argue they don't need to. <laughs> but, you know, but I mean, something is compelling them. It's like, okay, I've got this night. I can do anything I choose. Yeah. I'll, 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 go, I'll go do a show. I'll do a mic, whatever. Yeah. There's something deep within them that is being fulfilled by this. Yeah, they right? have dumb friends who say they can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're being encouraged by people with no taste <laughs> and no knowledge of the landscape. That's how you get a podcast like everything but net. <laughs> Am I right? Those guys. Whoever encouraged them to do that? Heard, I heard, I heard uh, 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 Trevor's wearing risers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's the only thing rising on that podcast. Trevor's shoes every week. Am I right? Whoa. Shots fired. Uh, it's, a, yeah, it's not like us going up, 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 up. <laughs> up, 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 up. I've and... had exactly one month in the top ten uh, uh, Radio Free Brooklyn since coming back. Nice, uh, man. And it's been Boiling in obscurity since then, but it's not my own fault. You know why? Because why? I'm not prioritizing this show over the weddings of my closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> if I was here every week, if I was pounding the pavement, if I was sending emails out, oh, it would be different. Gosh. Oh, yes. Colby, the only thing holding you back are friendships, honestly. Well, I would normally encourage people to nurture those and, like, and really seek it out and draw strength from them. But for you, I would say... Cut ties with everyone you know and care about, and just really They're double just down on the me show. Down. They're just dragging me down. Exactly. If you want to, if you want to hang out with somebody, invite them on the show. <laughs> Otherwise, don't talk to them. You know, their their wedding gift can be a shout out on Radio Free Brooklyn. Tony Tony Zaret was telling me once about a uh, open micer he knew whose philosophy, who admitted to this, who told Tony that every conversation is a set. Is that not the most deranged thing you've ever heard? That is like sick. That's sick to me. <laughs> that is that's that's how a sociopath yes. works. To like time to fake an emotion. <laughs> it was either good how'd I do? <laughs> what did you like about this? Are you asking about the commercial or the hypothetical conversation? The hypothetical conversation. Did I crush? I didn't notice you laugh. I do do get that on some level. There is a part of me that's like, boy, this person hasn't laughed. I must be bombing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know, I'm meeting with my boss at work about something serious. And I'm like, she hasn't laughed, though. Oh, I know. I got to get her to crack a smile before we finish these Excel sheets or whatever it is. (laughs) Gonna break that hard exterior. Well, I also think it's part of like how we communicate. It's like maybe the idea I'm communicating is serious, or it's like earnest and straightforward. But the way I'm doing it is through this line or this joke yeah. or whatever. 
Yeah, the idea that every interaction you have with a human being is a performance (laughs) is brutal, though. That is is sociopathic. very, very (laughs) messed up. Very messed up. I have no genuine connections with anyone. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I don't hide and it's all a facade. Uh, I mean, I definitely know some people who, if they wouldn't say that, they would, they act like it. (laughs) Or it's like, I already laughed at you. I already laughed at this bit once. Why are you continuing to do this bit? (laughs) Time to run it back. (laughs) It worked once. No calls, people. Seriously. (laughs) 718-673-8201. God, you went to the call. You went to the number twice. That's how bad the show's going. This is, this is, I mean, this is what happens when I don't have a consistent schedule. I need to, I need to, to, to condition you people into, it. I need to, 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 to mold you like soldiers. Like Regal condition us all to show up 20 minutes late to movie time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is just pathetic. I'm telling you, you've all disappointed me once again. Wow. This, again, none of this should be in the trailer. <laughs> you just, you need to do something that encourages people you want to hang out with, you know? Okay. Let's you can't be it. talking about all your enemies. <laughs> and... I have considered debuting a segment uh, that we do every week called uh, called like uh, uh, um, oh, uh, perceived slights, which is just <laughs> things that people do that I think are weird in social <laughs> situations. <laughs> but I haven't had the nerve to do it yet. <laughs> but I will. It's coming. It's not coming this week, but. Yeah. Just you wait. We have a segment on that on Nerdy for 30 where we do that called This Week's Injustice. Oh, yes. And it's just me complaining about. Railing about something someone said online or something. (laughs) Whatever monster offended me that week. (laughs) That's part of why I'm worried about it is because if I do it, I feel like it'll mostly be me being mad at Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just a horrible waste of time. Oh, yeah. Nothing makes me more furious than a social media post that I totally could have just not watched <laughs> <laughs> it's my own fault yeah, it's my own this. fault you know also i just have to call this out uh we're in this basketball thread with justice and i'm in a separate one with oh, him yeah? and he just texted me happy birthday in both threads oh that's sweet <laughs> just text me i guess i'm not on both threads honestly i'm more hurt that i'm you have a secret thread with justice that i'm not on. it's a, it, it 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 doesn't concern you <laughs> <laughs> so i dodged a bullet there all right, let me try this teaser one more time, and All then right. we can... Uh... One more. I bet you can get it this time. Okay. Honestly, if you same don't... Music? <laughs> same music? Have you been same using music? the same music the whole time? No. I genuinely can't tell. It all sounds the same to me. Okay, well, this it's been different every time except for this time. Okay. I Part of me feels like you've been fucking with me this whole time, <laughs> and I think you can just do this. <laughs> I think... I think you've been on the air enough. I think you, you're familiar enough with the trade. I think you could cobble something together that's usable. Okay. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Same music. How long How long should we shoot for? <laughs> 60 I mean, seconds? 30 seconds? Yeah, 30. <laughs> 15? I mean, I don't know. 15 minutes? Yeah. Less is more in this case in most cases. Okay. Let's try it. <laughs> Let's go. I think you got this, man. It'll be great. Hey guys, this is Colby Smith, the host of Radio Free Brooklyn's Clear the Dance Floor, a talk show that airs live every Sunday from 4 to 5. 
on Radio Free Brooklyn. We take calls, we tell stories, we have guests. We generally just have a really good time. So tune in live or catch us as a podcast on Fridays. That's Clear the Dance Floor with me, your host, Colby Smith. Fuck you. You can just cut out the last. Honestly, the worst one. <laughs> There's like no personality in it, you know? Now you're really fucking with what? me. Because that sucked. <laughs> what? You sound like a hack, like a radio hack. Generic ad. What, what? happened? No, it's fine. We'll use that one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think we should use the second to last one. That was my favorite. The music kept going, but I think that's an easy <laughs> edit and post. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, how, buddy. How about this? We'll air all of them, and we'll see which one gets the best response. <laughs> we'll have a direct call to action. We'll give you a promo link, you know? That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> promo link. What was it? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> promo link, uh, Blondes and Stem. Yeah. <laughs> if you click on Use it. Use com backslash Blondes and Stem. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all we'll right. see. We'll see how it goes. We got a couple more minutes left, then we got to go. Tim, do you want to start? Uh, uh, do you do you have any manif- manifestations for the week? Do you have any, uh, any anything you want to put out into the universe of things that you want this week to bring? Man, my buddy was talking about going whale watching today, and I was like, no, nah, I already told Colby, Colby I'd do this thing. Oh my God. And I was like, and a band already bailed on him, so I'm like, I can't be like the like the third or fourth. Honestly, if you ask me, I can't be like the sixth thing that bailed <laughs> on you this week. Second, too. So I was like, gosh, I can't do, I can't, I can't hurt him. Poor little guy, his heart will break. I can't believe you <laughs> came and did the show instead of going whale watching. I know, I was talking about going whale watching today, so I just, I feel like the fact that I passed it up for a good karma, re- for like a charity purpose (laughs) you know like what john cena is to make a wish i am the radio free brooklyn and uh i think karma karma will give me whales yeah i think whales are just gonna happen for me man i don't think i have to go looking for them i think it's i think it's just i've been a good person i've lived a good life (laughs) i think i am owed whales I deserve it. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. You know? The universe has whales on their way. Whales are on the way, dude. That's beautiful. That's Thanks, beautiful. Man. I love that it's like some, some, something in nature, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's not a metaphor. It could mean anything. It doesn't. It is whales. It could mean anything. I will see whales <laughs> this week. Or there is no God. Colby, do you have anything you're manifesting this week? Dude... I feel like I'm so far away from being in touch with what I want. It's sick. <laughs> yeah, and you went like the gnarly, like, yeah. surf, surf. You went sick. No, it's not sick. <laughs> it's, it's deranged. It's deranged. Deranged. Hang loose. Deranged. Whoa. I don't even know how to think about that stuff anymore, man. It's all just what compromise will I accept? <laughs> What am I going to compromise on this week? <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I compromised by waking up today. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. People are like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm just like, what? Happy birthday. What Cole. do I want to do? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I know what I have to do. I've got to do my show. Fucking <laughs> 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 Yeah, this was an obligation for both of us. 
They said I can't cancel again. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's during drive time, you know. <laughs> Four is like yeah. the perfect time in the day that just like, I can't do anything else today. Yeah. I yeah. don't know why. I had a mental block. I'm like, I have to watch Mission Impossible Fallout until... Dude, I love it. <laughs> it's the only thing it. I've got today. That's a good pregame for this. That's what every one of the listeners should be doing, by the way. I, I know we so. have precious little time left. <laughs> I want to teach you... Talk about what the week is going to be. Here's what you all are going to do. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to get up tomorrow morning, and on your little commutes to your sad... <laughs> pencil-pushing jobs <laughs> where you lie to yourself and tell yourself you're still an artist, even though... <laughs> oh, this is just temporary. Yeah, what can I do? The system's messed up. You chose this. You chose this. You are responsible. When you're on your way, when you're lying to yourself, you're going to put your little AirPods in, you're going to pound the back episodes of this show, and you're going to give me the respect I deserve. <laughs> Okay, then you're going to go, you're going to push your pencils around, you're going to do whatever you're going to do, then you're going to come back, you're going to do 10 push-ups, okay? <laughs> you're going to watch Mission Impossible 1 after that. You're going to do the same routine for every day of the week, but with a different Mission Impossible movie. You're going to wake up, you're going to listen to a back episode while you lie to yourself, you're going to watch Mission Impossible 2 on Tuesday night. Once you get caught up on the series and you understand the high level at which we are working on this show, then you're going to commit this number to memory. 718-673-8201 between 4 and 5 on Sundays. You're going to give it a call, and I'll see you all then. The real impossible mission. Oh, wait, Tim, do you want to plug Nerdy for 30 real quick? Nah. Oh, don't even. You make me sick. (laughs) Whoever that is, caller, who is this? Are you kidding? Is someone there? What? I think that's in the office, like, next door. Oh, my God! (laughs) This sucks! Tim, thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks, man. (laughs) I'll see you all fucking never. Light the beam, baby. We say that on the